welcome to PAR. I'm Rachel. I'm Amber. And we are Paranormal Awesome Road Trip. Thank you for clicking the button to listen. Um, Welcome back for anybody who's been listening to us. And welcome to anyone new, which we do have some new listeners, so thank you. Yes, we do. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So for today's episode, we are going to post a campfire, which obviously that's the title of this episode. Um, but it was kind of a little bit of a treat for you guys because we wanted to wish you all a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween! It is Amber's favorite, favorite, favorite season and holiday, so we wanted to try and do something a little special. Yes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm sorry. Um, we weren't able to go on a road trip. Again, we have like our family stuff going on and things like that, so we weren't able to, but we did get in contact with my sister. And we got an update on her haunting currently that's happening, her activity that happens at her house. Yes. Um, it is previously on our old episode of Campfire, our very first campfire last Halloween we posted. Mm-hmm. A year so, ago. So, yeah, a year ago, I think like to the day or something. Almost, yeah. So, um, we're, we're giving you a little bit of an update on it. We want it to try and make the situation a little light because it is really scary um I did want to get my nephew which is her son who's a lot older than um I am actually he's like 35 or 37 I don't know anyway doesn't matter we wanted to get his perspective (laughs) yeah we wanted to get his perspective because he has a lot of activity that um has happened to him throughout his entire life because he's lived at the current house basically his whole life so um we wanted to get his perspective, but unfortunately his schedule and our schedule were kind of conflicted, so we weren't able to get him. Um, and you'll hear in the episode that we try, we do talk about hoping to get a hold of him, um, but we previously recorded that, so um, we weren't able to, so I'm just giving you an update. Yeah. And uh, we are hoping to get in touch with him soon to be able to talk to him, and hopefully you guys will be hearing from him in the next couple months is what we're hoping. Yeah, because so. apparently he has like a lot of data and research and things that evidence evidence that he's truly experienced and he wants to talk to us about it. We just weren't able to get um, just like I said, our schedules are just conflicting. Um, work for me alone is just crazy. So yep. and then I've been sick and my whole household has been sick. So it's just been it's just yeah. been a hard month. Rich's got the plague. I do. It won't leave me. <laughs> um, but anyway. We uh, wanted to give you, you know, we always talk about paranormal and paranormal activity and just anything that's kind of grim or macabre or just just paranormal. We, lo- we love it all. Um, but I guess we kind of wanted to give you a little bit of campfire of our own experience, um, at least for me. Um, so I was going to tell you my own story. So here we go. So one day, <laughs> back when I was like 18, 18 or 19, but I'm pretty sure I was 18. Um, I was with my husband, and we were in his white Dakota at the time, and we were coming back from our um, date that we had. We had went to the drive-in, so it was really late. It was like 1 in the morning. Um, For anyone that's, if anyone listens in another country, a drive-in is like obviously a big, huge outdoor movie theater, and you listen to it on the radio. You watch the film, whatever. So we went to see something. I don't even remember what the movie was. Um, this was in the early 2000s because I think I was like 18 and like 2000. It would have been like 07. Yeah. So um, anyway, we were seeing something, I'm sure something popular at the time, whatever. doesn't matter. 
So we're coming home, we were just jamming and listening to music, and anyone who knows my husband, Chris, he drives really, really fast in general. Um, so we were driving fast as we normally do, and we were going to my mom's house, which she lives in kind of a, um, kind of a rough neighborhood. I don't want to say anything too, like, descriptive, but a rough part of the town that we live in. Lower income. A lot of lower income people live there. Uh, yeah. I used to live there when I was growing up with my mom. So. Yeah, and it's it's very community-based, too, so there's a lot of people that know everybody around and everything. So it is, it's kind of the rougher part of town. So anyway, we were going to my mom's house, and <clears throat> sorry, my dog was distracting. Anyway, we were going to my mom's house. We were driving, and Chris was driving fast. We are listening to music, whatever. We are talking, and then out of nowhere, we both at the same time see a man and this man was tall he was a white male and he was wearing like one of those jogger suits that were like um windbreakery so they made like, like from the, the 80s yes yeah, they, they made the swishy sound and i remember the colors it was I like one of those. dark purple white and like in the chest area turquoise i, I remember had, seeing it I like pink and turquoise <laughs> i remember seeing it as clear as if i was looking at you basically so at the same time we both see him running from so we're on the street you know think of a one-way street we're on the street and where the street is where we're crossing it you have to cross the bridge so we're about to cross that bridge and from the sidewalk we see the man run across the street but we look like we're about to hit him so Chris slams on his brakes and makes that whole like dramatic type of thing and we're both like breathing heavy because we're like oh my god you know like we just adrenaline and the, the man looks directly at us and then is gone and Chris and I both look at each other like did you see that like is that real like what the fuck <laughs> and we both looked at each other and we looked around and we were like okay and we went on with the rest of the night like he took me home I went home I went to sleep like normal but that was the weirdest thing and then we've have tried to replicate it before like we've gone back at like one in the morning and it's never happened again so I've never researched to see if like maybe somebody got hurt or jumped off the bridge or murdered there I don't know because like I said it is a rough part of town so I don't know but I remember it's so clear like if I were to see like a like a Polaroid or a picture of that man or something I'd be like that's the ghost but yeah that was one of the <laughs> that is one of the experiences I've had that I can remember like like clearly clearly like as if it happened yesterday so that's one of the reasons why I really am into the paranormal mm-hmm. what I think is that ghosts are real and all of that stuff so yeah plenty I have so many stories but that was one that I could tell you that was just short and sweet and creepy at the same time. Now, Rach just told me this story earlier today. She became convinced that I knew it because we've known each other for a million years. What, 15 years? Uh, 14. 14, yeah. Since I was like 16. So yeah, 14. Forever. So, naturally, we probably know every one of each other's stories, but I did not hear that one, so. Yeah, she said she didn't. I'm pretty sure. I mean, so. You can't trust my brain these days, but. (laughs) Now, he was running across the street, Mm -hmm. and you slammed on your brakes. Did he stop? Yeah, because he looked right at us, like. So he was running, Mm -hmm. and then just stopped in the middle of the road. Yes, like, the lights from Chris's, uh, sorry, um, he was, like, when we pushed 
when we stopped on the brake, the the headlights were on him. Right. And it's not like we were like so the truck was like parked in one spot, like say, and he was like a foot or two away from us. Right. So you could see the lights on his skin. Well, yeah. Whatever on him. on him. And he looks at you like he looks at you like the fuck. You're like, how dare you? I'm walking in. Yeah, that's what he looks. That's exactly what it looks like. And then he's gone. Like by the time you blink to like grasp yourself, like what the fuck did I just see? He's gone. And like you look, like Chris put stuck his head out the window to look both ways. Like did he jump over? Like what the hell? Were you guys like hello? And then like I remember, yeah, Chris was like hello. You know, he yelled, and then, like, we drove really, really slow, because we were like, well, what if we did hit him or yeah, something? Yeah, so, right. I don't, yeah, I don't think Chris got out of the car, but he drove, like, really, really, really slow, like, almost not even going, just to make sure that if he, like, hit him, it would have, we wouldn't cause more damage, you know? Like but Yeah, so we looked, and, what like, Chris pulled forward, and we, and he looked out, because, you know, where the, like, a truck in the bed and everything, yeah. so he opened the window to look. There was no one there. That's crazy. There was nothing. So, Dude, like, we even checked gone. the, we checked, like, the news and everything, like, the next morning well, yeah. just to make sure, like, like we didn't hit, hit and run, run on yeah. there as well before. Yeah, so we yeah. checked the news, nothing, like, nothing ever came of it, nothing at all. Like, that was a fucking ghost, like, it's insane. It's crazy. You know, I 100% believe you, because, mm-hmm. well, I've been through some shit. I'm like, I don't really give a shit lie, if anyone else so. does, but I've seen it. And I remember it, like, as it was yesterday. And that was, like, 12 years ago. Yeah. And Chris and I will still talk about it, like, every now and then. I'm sorry, you probably hear my dog chugging water in the background. So, if you want to see this little glorious little bastard, check out our Instagram. He's on our Instagram page. He's up on there. Yep. It's paranormal, awesome, road trip, all one word, no caps. Yes. Please like and follow and all of that stuff. Please do. And I'm sure Amber will be posting her adorable costume outfit with her and her son on yes, there. So check it out. Check it, check it, check it out. <laughs> and if you would like to, as Rach mentioned, I love Halloween. I love seeing other people's costumes. So, like, if you want to, please hashtag you, us. Yeah, when you post your Halloween pictures, you can tag us in your pictures so we can see them. Yes. Or email them to us. We would love an email. Just one. Yep, and our email Just one is... time. Uh, PA Road Trip 2018 at gmail.com. Bum, bum, bum. Still waiting for an email. We're still waiting, and you we guys. will get one. And when we do, I have we will faith. be featured in it. In Michigan. Yes, Michigan. Michigan. Come on. Come on, Michigan. Um, yeah, we are waiting for our emails. Um, we're hoping to get some more campfire going on for you guys, but we're running out of actual people, so come on. Email we need us. some emails <laughs> or something. Yeah, we have done some research on a few other things that we're looking into. We're hoping that 2020 brings us a better trips. year. And brings us a lot more trips because this year has sucked. Like, yeah. not just podca- podcast-wise, but I know if you listen to our last episode, like, with life in general has been a bitch. Yeah. So, um, we're but just hoping We're that- on the up and up. That, yeah, that it all works out because we do have a big one and we do want to go there and it's not out of our reach. It's just scheduling. It's just scheduling. That's what it is. But once we get it all worked out and I get some dang PTO on the books, I some will dang 
I will. We will get on that once yeah. I get some PTO from my kid. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we will be there. Yeah, we will be and there, and y'all will be there with us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I also have a story for you. Okay. Short story. Short, you know this story. Short. Short. Sweet. This is not my first paranormal experience. Share that with you another time. But so okay. So like when we were like eighteen. My then, now ex person, we lived in an apartment together. It was our first apartment. We only lived there for like two months, I think. And there's a lot more stories surrounding him because, as you know, I believe, we all believe something was following him specifically because every place we lived, with the exception of when we were in Colorado, I think that's because we were only there a month. And usually... Every time we moved, it would take about a month mm-hmm. to start up again, and it was always different things. In the reason place. why we believe that, too, is because nothing has happened since right. the separation between them. Right. So, but we'll get into that story. Yeah, that's a, really that's a long, long ass story. story. But we wanted to give so, you something. But this story is our first apartment, and we were hanging out with uh, Rachel's husband, then her boyfriend, Chris. Of course, of course. He was at our apartment. We were just hanging out, and then. We had, um, it was like super small apartment, but it was our first apartment. But we had bunnies in a cage. We had two bunnies. It was um, Miss Murder and Moo Moo. <laughs> I was very emo, obviously, at 18, whatever. And they had this. Don't let her lie to you. She's still emo now. It's She's true. in her hot red, glorious hair right now. With so. my Hot Topic Bot Supernatural shirt. <laughs> And some echo sweat. Yes. So I got don't DVDs. let her fool you. Yeah. Okay. I'm Continue. still in it. But uh, so they were in like this uh, metal like wire cage and we have them in the kitchen. Um, we have their cage set up on like a card table, like in a corner because the apartment was laid out kind of weird in the kitchen. There was almost like a bar and then the corner was like... Like, part of the wall was a wall, and then it was open where you could walk into the... I'm not explaining it very well, but we had them tucked in there. And one night, Chris was over at our apartment, and we... And it was dark for some reason. We were sitting in the dark, like fucking weirdos. And uh, all of a sudden, all three of us see this shadow, and it looks like a person... It looks like a man, it was a shadow, walk across our kitchen wall, the back wall, and I walked all the way across the kitchen into the corner where my bunnies were, and as soon as it reached that corner, my bunnies just started going fucking berserk, like they were um, just freaking out, running around in their um, cage and squeaking, and I ran into my room, because I'm a pussy, okay? (laughs) I ran into the bedroom, but I could hear... um, are, it sounded like knocking or slamming, and both my ex and Chris were standing in the doorway of my bedroom, so I knew it wasn't them, and they said that our cabinets were opening and closing by themselves, like slamming, and I could hear them because it was a small-ass apartment, like our bedroom was on the other side of the kitchen, so I could hear them, and our door was open. Like, they could see it happening. I didn't want to look because I was scared, but it fucking happened, okay? <laughs> and, like, just... I don't know just like every place we've lived in like when we were together like just shit would happen every mm-hmm. place yeah the last place we lived in it was pretty mild 
yeah. and we weren't there long either. Yeah. It was just the, um, our, like, we had a lamp, and it was, like, one of those cheap Walmart lamps with the, mm-hmm. um, like, let me explain it, like, that one. Oh, it's just, like, a stand, like, a stand Like, lamp. a stand lamp with a couple different, uh, bulbs on it and shades, and you would have the click thing <coughs> to click it on and off, and, like, I could hear it clicking on and off by itself, like, in the bedroom, and I'm in the living room, and I'm home alone. Oh, hell no. And that, I think, like, that was... That was the day I actually, like, really confronted, like, spoke directly to it. I was like, knock it the fuck off. And it just stopped. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, a long-ass story. There's a lot of stories involving all that. We just wanted to give you but a little, we give you a little sprinkle of why we do this podcast, why we yeah. love paranormal anything. But, yeah. And, like, I want to be clear about... When I say I love the paranormal, I'm not going to look for it. And I'm not going to look for any type of entity either. We're not, and I'm not inviting. Yeah, that we're type not of into evil. like provoking or inviting. Yeah. We will not be using a Ouija board on this, as we've said before. Like, we don't do that shit. No. Like, we'll go. Well, we are trying, so we're just curious. Yeah. And I like the whole folklore aspect of it. Like, all these rumors had to have come from somewhere on the right. places that we want to go. Yeah, and even broader than that, just, like, beyond places, like, certain legends, like, I mean, some of them, like, spanned across countries and cultures right? for centuries, like, so right. obviously there has to be some shit. They just have, like, some shred of truth to it. Different names for different things, right. like, different scary monsters, like, right. La Llorona, same thing, there's yeah. different, like, ones, ones around like the world. Like a chupacabra, mm-hmm. like the Jersey Devil... Uh, the gins, like gins, oh, the gins, uh, skinwalkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just different. Bigfoot. <laughs> a yeti. Yetis. <laughs> hey, you know, there's a lot of. We don't know what's we going on with yeti there. Maybe we'll get there someday. But we but yeah. just want to go like to these places and see what, what we can find. We're not necessarily looking for anything. If we have an experience, obviously, like that would be kind of a bonus, but. We just want to go, and it's just a way of us to share that with you like you're there with us. Yeah, and so we figured we are, we enjoy it, and we want to just share yeah. that with everybody. And it gives us time to spend together, too. Exactly. Which gets us out of the house, Obviously, too, I love this bitch, couch so. Couch potato, if I could talk. <laughs> yes, I'm a couch potato. A cat couch potato. <laughs> yeah, you know, so getting out of the house, experiencing new things, seeing yes. new things. So, yeah, that's what we're all about. We really, really hope that somebody opens up and emails us, tells us their don't be afraid fire story because we will not. If you don't want your name shared, you can just sign it anonymously. Um, yeah. If you don't want your email shared, you could always make like a fake email, like make a throwaway email. People yeah, do that all the time. All the time. Like, I'm sure. Or don't fishing and you know just let us know. Like we don't want to be shared or known because I know this type of stuff is kind of sorry my dogs. I know this type of stuff is kind of hard to talk about in the real, I don't want to say the real world, but with people that don't believe, they tend to make fun of you or, and they don't take you seriously. So you can, you know, you can get turned away with that. So Yeah. People might, um, whatever, say you're crazy, you're on drugs, <laughs> like you're seeing, you're things. just full of shit, you're yeah. a liar. Or you're making it up. Yeah. And we won't ever say no. that to you. Because we believe. But we would like true stories. I mean. 
Yeah, please don't send us no creepy pasta. I mean, that's please. fun, but don't I mean, do yeah, that to it's us. fun. I've kept myself up many a night reading creepy pasta, and it's fun to but like don't do that give to yourself us. a scare. But yeah. we we would like true stories, please. Yes. And yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think we'll have a new episode for you in November. Um, I'm feeling it. Yeah, and we will have something in December for you. We had talked it over. We were thinking about taking a break, but we're just gonna we're gonna shoot for it. So bear yeah. with us. Um, please enjoy the episode. If you have any like comments or whatever, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Follow us. Email us on Instagram. Instagram. I feel like the gram is the easiest place to get a hold the of us. The gram. Yeah, so. it's just it's paranormal, awesome road trip, all one word again. No yeah. caps on on the gram. On the gram. On the IG, as the young kids <laughs> say these days. So please, you can also follow us on Facebook. We're under part. It's all caps. P A R T. Um like part of a pie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of pie, but you know. Uh, and then, yeah, send us an email. Um, tag us in your scary photos. We would love to see those as well. Yeah. And, and you'll see our logo email on the Facebook us. too. Yeah. It'll have our little ghost. Oh, and um, also, if you haven't listened to our first campfire, please go back and do so because that really, Sense I think you'll be kind of lost if you just listen to this one. Yeah. So yeah. our first one is just labeled campfire stories, mm-hmm. and then this one will be campfire stories too. So yeah, you'll yeah. be able to follow them. And if you want to like not listen to everyone's, which I think you should, because there's some really good ones on there. Um, my sisters, which is Raina, who we are, who you'll be listening to next, is the, about the 20 minute mark. Is yeah, when she comes in. She's um, the second person, I believe, yeah. and she, yeah. Just about 20 minutes in. Yeah, and then so, you can and come back and listen to this one. She's got some shit, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. you need to check it out. That's why we wanted to do a follow-up, because I feel like there's some... We wanted we a need, follow-up for one. There's more to this story, and we need some answers and maybe some closure, but I don't think we're going to get it, but I want to... I don't I think we'll get closure but about it. So I, we might actually be at the house the next time we record. So just keep that in Which mind. Which I'm very excited to do, and Rach is very not excited. I am not excited about it. Like, I feel like, She's I don't want okay, to give in. anything away, but just listen, yeah. and maybe but, the next time we'll yeah. be in that, that house. house. But so. basically, she's going to just send me in. She's going to stand outside, probably. <laughs> probably. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, We are here with my sister, Raina, again. It has been a full year since the last time we spoke to her and her scary hauntings in her house. Um, If you haven't listened to the episode, that's our very first campfire episode. And she is the very prominent episode in that one where she's like, what, in the second 20 minutes? 20 minutes in, it's her story. And it's really good and creepy. So be sure to listen. If you haven't listened, then pause this, listen, and then come back because then you'll be lost. Um, Hopefully within this episode, we might have a guest appearance with my nephew, but we're trying to lock his schedule down because he has a lot of stuff, a lot of activity that's happened at the house and to him. But we're working on that. But for now, we have my sister, and she's just going to kind of talk with us. Yep. Raina, take it away. (laughs) So we're constantly active. At the house, there's always something going on, and as you were saying, my son wants to come and talk because his room is actually the room where it mostly, you know, stays where this entity because it goes from his room to the shop and it, it just kind of swings back and forth. Um, so, right now, I'd say most of what we're experiencing is more in the shop 
And then also kind of in the house, we're having, we're having like issues, but I think it's the energy coming from out there entering the house, not that anything's in our house, yeah. but just um, people's personalities. Um, I've got one of my grandkids who's like, she's at that preteen, you know, age where she's already. And so she hangs out a lot outside and um, she went out there the other day and she told me, grandma. And I said, what's that, baby? And she said, do you think Pico's ghost is in our gazebo? And I said, why? And then she said, well, I went out there to see if my mom was in there. She said, and nobody was in there. She goes, and I came out, and then someone slammed the door. <laughs> and I was like, um, you know, I didn't want to scare her about the entity because we try not to, you know, let the kids in <laughs> on too much of that. But Pico is my son's best friend who recently died of cancer. And he used to hang out in there because that gazebo is my son's tool shed. It's his shop. And Kiko was always fixing stuff around the house for us. But rather than scare her with what it probably really was, <laughs> I told her, yeah, I think it's probably Kiko watching over all of us. You know? Okay. So that was real recent that she told me. And she said the door slammed really hard. She said, well, why did he slam the door really hard? <laughs> And I said, because remember, Grandma doesn't like you guys leaving doors open. <laughs> I mean, what else could I tell her? She's yeah. 10 years old, and I don't want to you know, scare freak her. her out and yeah. scare her beyond anything. You know, I've always tried to keep all of this from both of my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just so happened that my son's room was there, so I couldn't keep it from him. And But my daughter, like, I kept it from her for years and years and years. And she's never been bothered by any of it. That's you know? good. That's good. I think um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was about the young man that got his cover-up. Did he actually get the cover-up? He did not get the cover-up. <laughs> For he his almost slight possession? Yeah. Has he ever come back? Oh, he's been around there, mm-hmm. but he's one of the ones that we just had issues with in the shop. Okay. okay. So it was Adam, him, and I was in the house. And it just ended up being like a big fight between all of us. And, like, I even told him, I don't want you here in my house. You're not welcome. He is Gilbert's friend, and he does, you know, do a lot of stuff for Gilbert and works with Gilbert. He's been back since then. I mean, he was gone for a good little while, and then he came back. But I told uh, yesterday, Adam said he came in the shop and asked him for a foot tattoo. And Adam told him, I'm busy, you know, and shut the door. So I told my son today, I said, now Daniel, don't set foot in my shop ever again. Mm-hmm. Because there have been items that were in my shop that should not be in my shop, and it was really scary. And it's like everybody was blaming everybody, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. like he blamed Adam, Adam blamed him and his girlfriend, and it just and it's that it's what's there, it's what's there. That's what it does. It feeds off of people that are you know they're bad, doing energy, bad or yeah. doing bad things, and it feeds off of them, and then it becomes. It spirals. Yeah, like when Celeste was there. Yeah. Okay, when she was there, that's when it was the worst. Yeah. That's when the whole thing with the flies and all that yeah. stuff happened. So yeah. that's what it feeds off of. It wants that negative energy, you know, and it just it intensifies it, like, so bad. And then I know you were telling us, I was listening to the episode so I could be refreshed, was... um. You had the pictures of Jesus up against mm-hmm. a wall. Is it, are they still there? Um, two of them are there, um, because of the locations. Um, we have like a display case. So it's at the end of the display case facing the wall. 
And then there's another one in the corner, like Gilbert has, my son has in his room, the Virgin Mary in the corner where we smelled the sulfur. Yes. He still has her there. I was going to ask you if the statue is still yes, there. In yes, he room. never gave it back to his sister. That's her statue. And is she, <laughs> and is she still pink? Does she still have residue? You know, I haven't looked at it lately, but I probably should. I was in their bedroom the other day, and I probably should have looked at it, but I didn't. But she did have it the one time I saw. I remember. Well, at least I heard the episode, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's so creepy. So Daniel, instead of getting the touch-up that he was under <clears> the cover-up, <throat> he ended up getting a rifle on the back of his, like, shoulder blades. and um, For free. Yeah, for free. <laughs> because he was, at that particular time, he was helping Adam, like, clean the shop and stuff. Right. And he was going to give him the free one to cover up that bad side. Yeah, I knew that. But um, he ended up, and the only reason he gave him the, I think he was going to charge him originally for the rifle because it's, like, an AK or something, and it's, like, all it's the way It's probably across. huge. It is. It's huge. But the only reason he didn't end up charging him is Adam fell asleep in the middle of the tattoo. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he had to fix it. Of course, he fixed it. But then he was like, nah, man. He <laughs> was going to give him, like, you know, family price anyways for, you know, 60, 50, whatever. But, you know, it was just one of those things. And I said, that's because you should have got what you were supposed to get. Exactly. The cover up. Yep. You know? Agree. Because I was like, that guy, if I were him, I would come back. Heck no. You guys want to hear something really creepy? Of yes. course. So today, my son came home, and then we were talking about um, the the shop, okay? And he said, you mean Satan's den? And I looked at him, and I said, oh, my God, that is so weird, because I've been calling it the devil's den lately. <laughs> I, I mean, I swear, and I did not know that he's been calling it Satan's den. No! And we recently had it repainted. It used to be like the walls were always red and the ceiling black. And then we had the floor done light so that it wouldn't look so small. But then Jules and Andrea decided to brighten our red and did a real red. Like how you would imagine the devil to be like a Like a hot red? Yeah, like, like hot, hot like a red. hot rod red? Yes, like a hot like rod the red. Like red hot. Yeah. So I think that's why he started calling it Satan's Den. Okay. The reason I started calling it the devil's den is because, once again, I'm having issues with Adam spending too much time in there. Oh, no. Okay? Our um, shaman guy. I'm a Victor! Yeah, Victor! Victor! Victor. (laughs) I was going to ask you about him. Victor said Adam is not supposed to spend that much time in there. He says, that's your business. Treat it like a business. Okay? Only be in there when you need to be. Only when you need to be in there. Now and the, the where hard, the beast. Right. <laughs> but the hard thing is, well, Adam doesn't need the bees anymore because he's finally gotten to the point where he's stronger and he's not doing bad things. Okay, that's so good. he's, he's that's strong. Good. I was going to ask you about It's that. not manipulating him that way, not in the negative way that it used to, but what it's doing to him now, he doesn't want to leave there. Mm. Okay? So he'll be like, I'll be like, are you coming to bed? Yeah, I'm just going to play a little bit of Xbox. So... We had made it like his man cave because, as I told everyone before, we have a large family and, you know, there's not a lot of places where we could be, you know, just us. So we turned it into half man cave, half tattoo shop. Okay. So we got like a futon now, couch in front of the big screen TV, and he plays Xbox. So he'll tattoo, um, like, sometimes till maybe midnight, sometimes later. And then he'll, I'll be like, are you still working? No. I'm just having a cigarette. I'm going to play a little Xbox. I'll be in. Okay. Well, I fall asleep. 
Okay, I wake up three, four in the morning, I go out there, and the place is just like, it's disgusting. You know, it smells bad. It's just dirty, like, because he obviously didn't clean after working, and then he's got all these cups of soda, coffee, juice, whatever he's eating, bowl of cereal, his dinner plate, chips, and then everything, the ashes in the cigarette butts on the floor, even though he has an ashtray right here and another one right here. And then oh. he takes off his dirty socks and leaves them there, and I'm like, you're so disgusting. Oh, that just but, makes you want to clean. Yes, yes. Oh. And then some of his customers, like they have been like really dirty, they spill a drink, they don't say anything, and then they leave, and then he doesn't notice because he's starting on the next person. Then you've got a sticky, icky That's so floor. Gross. Rude. Yeah. And if I walked into a place like expecting you... to get tattooed, right. I'd be like, no, no. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going home. Exactly. <laughs> and I used to have Andrea clean the shop, but then her and Jules started having problems. So that thing got to them too. I always call them the sister wives because for the most part, they get along. They take care of each other's children. They take care of our house and everything. But every now and then they start fighting. And it's weird because they are like, one and the same. Almost the same. You ask Zoe. Same personality, same everything. Neither one's better than the other. But when they go at each other, it gets bad. I could see that. Sometimes they're, they're the problem if they're if people are like too, too similar. similar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so it was so this thing had an effect more Jules, like like because Jules lives in that same room with my son. Mm. And she sent me an ultimatum on Facebook one day when I was at work. Andrea's got to go. I don't want her here or I'm leaving. I'm like, okay, Jules pays $700 rent to stay at my house. <laughs> Andrea just has a child there. <laughs> okay. She pays nothing. You know what I mean? Like, But Andrea was cleaning the shop for me when I don't have a shop person. And Adam's a disgusting pig. So. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> You know? It kind of balanced out. So, but I had to go with that because, you know, all of a sudden it's like, and it makes Jules, she thinks it doesn't affect her, but it does. Because if she's not fighting with Andrea, she's Mm -hmm. fighting with Gilbert, with Mm -hmm. my son. And they're constantly, like, we hear them sometimes. Me and Adam will be sitting down in the shop watching, I'll be watching him playing Xbox or we're watching a movie and then we hear them (laughs) fighting. And I mean vicious, not like, you know, saying some really hurtful, mean things and I'm like... It's not just bickering, it's like mean. Yeah, like really mean, like, you know, you really want to hurt that person, you know, like you really cut them down. And Adam looked at me and he's like, honey, you do that to me in here when you're mad and we're fighting. And I'm like, not like that. And he's like... Like that? Yes. <laughs> Just so, like that. So, yeah. again, all that is from Like, that, all that hatred is that energy it's, that's yeah, there. It's I was going to say, I don't think we realized how much of an effect that, that place yeah, had on us yeah. until we weren't living there anymore. Yeah, because it was crazy. Yeah. Was and intense. everyone in the house that lives there has all pretty much agreed and said the same thing, that the, when they're away from our home, like, when we're there, we don't really want to be there, but we're comfortable. And like you guys said, like, we're there, but either we're depressed, we're sad, we're bored, you know, there's something. Which is which is kind of unique, though, because when I go hang out with you at your house a few times that I do go over, mm-hmm. we hang out in your room, mm-hmm. and I feel fine there. We talk there until, like, well, that's because that 2 means, in the morning, so yeah, I'm like, it's just... Everyone else. It's not you. You're no. not haunted. It's no. just the house in yeah. general. But again, too, you have to think about my room was grandma's room, mm-hmm. and she had her altar there, 
and you know she was a very spiritual yeah, we, person that remember believed, we have grandma in here yeah that believed in you know god to the fullest and you know her saints and all that in fact zoe thinks one of the ra- reasons that it has never bothered her is she has grandma's big guadalupe picture mm-hmm. in her bedroom i was going to get rid of it Oh. Zoe was like, no, that, it's in her room. That Maybe could that's be a good you know, reason why. It's of, like a blessing. Yeah. That's kind of unique, too, because the other times I've been there, I've been in Zoe's room, and I don't feel like the sudden urge, like, I need to leave. Because right. you know that, like, we've talked about it before, our family has that, like, sixth sense that, like, it's like, I'm I'm in danger. I right. need to go. But, but and, like, I don't have that natural anxiety when I'm in your guys your guys's room yeah the only way now like that I can stay in the shop is if I'm like on my phone playing face you know going on Facebook or playing my games Mm -hmm. because even when I sit there and watch Adam play his games I can only do it for so long and then I'm like I gotta get up so you and I start moving around Mm -hmm. and then Adam looks at me like what are you doing and then I'm like you know looking around the shop but it's like it's just this urge that makes me like look like I like I feel uncomfortable or something's there. So I just I don't even know what I'm looking for. You have to be just focused on doing yeah, something. Yeah, I have to be like really <clears throat> watching my YouTube or something, or I gotta go. I can't be in there. Has anyone like has Gilbert or Adam or anybody? Because I know you had mentioned that your ex-husband heard the whip. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. That. Has anybody like other than him ever heard that? Because Gilbert, Gilbert has Gilbert, heard the whip. Gilbert has heard. I don't know if it was the whip, but he's heard things ever since he was young when we first moved in there. Something, I think, tried to choke him when he was around nine, mm-hmm. and my bedroom was the shop. Yeah, right yeah I remember. And he came knocking at the door, he said, and I said, what? And he goes, Mom, let me in. And I said, go to bed. And he went back to bed, but something woke him up. And then he heard, like, I don't know if he said it was, like, pounding or something. Mm-hmm. You know, he heard something that's scary yeah like I gotta go (laughs) and when I know Adam's in the shop all night and not trying to come in I'll be in my room but I don't sleep good I'm waking up every couple hours are you still working what are you doing are you still working what are you doing something's telling you I need to check on yeah check on him make sure he's okay yeah and then it's like he fell asleep in there one day all day and he'd been tattooing all night so I was like fuck it I'm gonna leave him here because he needs to sleep but at the same time, it's like, you know, Victor said, don't let him be in there 24-7. And I mean, I actually had to give Adam an ultimatum about a month ago. I said, look, you're doing exactly what you said you weren't going to do when you came back home this time. And I said, and if something doesn't change real soon, we're going to have issues. Yeah. And you're going to have to move or something because I'm not going through this again. Because it's like, it's it's just too much. I mean... We've gotten into some major arguments in there recently where, you know, I'm sure Jules and Gilbert heard. And, but like, I'll say these really mean things and I'll tell him, you know, get out. I want you out. I want you gone. Take all your stuff. And then in the next second, he's like, fine, I'll call someone to come and get me. And then I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like nothing. Like, I didn't say that. It's like, it's not and even. And he looks at me like. Crazy, like you know? it's not even you yeah, like saying you just feel like you're being taken that, over just, or something. Yeah, like I just feel like, I don't know, I'll just get so angry. And then like, mm-hmm. I recently, here recently, because you know, I, I write in a journal mm-hmm. all the time. And I've caught myself being really angry because he's in there. And I want to go in there and fight with him. But he says that when I come in there with that bad attitude or I start arguing with him, he's like, why would I want to go to bed in the room? Which made perfect sense to me. 
So I had to write that in my journal to remind myself, okay, if I go in there with that attitude, it's only going to make it worse. True. So go in there and be nice <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, bring him in. And I've had to do that because after I gave him the ultimatum, he only did it himself like for three days and then right back in the same pattern. Yeah. And like, like he'll be in there like if, if I don't remind him that he needs to go take a shower, he, he's not going to move. Like yeah. he's going to be in that shop. And I know when we watch a lot of, like, paranormal survivors and all of that, they say that. Like I was like, that's really concerning because it sounds like he's kind of being taken over he, right, in a does. way. I mean, it was worse when he had a problem, you know, when he had an addiction problem. But he's been clean and sober now for about almost a year. That's he awesome. Went, he went to a drug rehab place, and they really helped him. But even that, my first instinct when he does these things is to accuse him of doing even though I know he's not because he eats he sleeps <laughs> if he falls asleep he's gonna sleep like how we would you know whereas before he never slept mm. he's fat like really fat now like I just <laughs> bought him two new shirts at the outlets and I had to get two x because extra large was not gonna fit <laughs> so he's super fat in here I mean his face still looks thin but that's because when he doesn't have his dentures, you know, he looks more thin. But when he's got his teeth in, you know, but he's gained so much weight because he's living normal, you know. But I still feel like it has a hold on him, not so much that it's um, getting to him as bad as it used to, because when, when he was using... It would, he would, like, he would flash and get really angry, like, mm-hmm. to the point that's how he hurt his hand when he broke his yeah. hand hitting his display case. Um, he fell a couple times in the shop. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there, there were certain things. Well, because they talk about it in, like, paranormal stuff that, like, it'll bring you down, like, it'll harm you, mm-hmm. like, it'll bring physical harm to you so yeah. that your, excuse me, that your whole awareness is down like you're yeah. all guarded yeah and I bet down. it's easier to prey on people that have problems like that like substance abuse and yeah addiction and stuff like that because they're just easier targets they and are. then it's like also he's not super religious and he wasn't no. raised to be super yeah, religious he so was. he doesn't have that even if you don't practice what our current what we were brought up in in Christianity you still have it like way back here yeah exactly. whip it out if you need it you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Adam's never had that because when, ever since I met him, he said he was uh, into the Nordic religion. Right. So he believed in Odin and all that stuff. And I was just like, okay, this guy's a holy shit, but whatever. Just insert I yeah. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> you know? But after I got to know him and met his whole family, they're all Christian. And they're all about church and God and praying and all that. And he never has been. He was different. I mean, mm-hmm. like, the, his nickname for his family, they call him Phantom. Because... When Adam, when things got tough for him, he just disappeared. <laughs> so, you know, it made sense. Like so it's almost like okay. he has just a big old target sign on him, just yeah. a giant. Yep. <laughs> yeah, come and get me right here, yeah, right I'm here. The one. This, this is me. I'm it. Possess me. Yeah. So <clears throat> I know you had mentioned when you were younger that you had seen a a, a pretty ghost. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen her again? I was curious on mm-hmm. that. No. No. I've you... never I've never seen her again. Have you done any research on your house, like Google or no. anything? I've like always I'm scared wanted to do it. Your address. 
I've been kind of scared to do it, but <laughs> like everyone tells me that. Even Victor asked me yeah. if I had ever done any research it's on the first thing I would there. do. Yeah, because he said that the entity or demon or whatever it is that's back there has been there since before the house was built. I know right. you said that. So obviously, and then maybe that lady. But that I was I thinking saw, that lady might have just been a spirit. Yeah. yeah. Or something. And, yeah. And she may have died in that house. Right. That's what but I was thinking. But the weird thinking. thing is, like, I've had two people since then die in the home and nothing. Might like, my just... grandmother died in her bed, massive heart attack asleep, which is my bedroom. And my uncle died, massive heart attack in my living room, which I couldn't be in for a long time after he passed. But we've never seen them. My son did feel my grandma's presence when, after she passed away, he was sitting in my kitchen and he said, Mom. And I said, what? And he jumped up out of the chair and he goes, I just sat on Grandma. And I said, what do you mean? And I walked over because our telephone was right there and I could smell the liniment that she used to put on her legs for her leg pain. And I was like, okay, that's freaky. Let me get out of the kitchen. And I walked away. Might have just been a little... Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Just looking out for you. Yeah. And then I believe when my grandfather passed away, my grandma said she was in the kitchen cooking and she looked to the hallway and he was standing in the doorway looking at her, watching her cook. And then my uncle told me, the one that passed away, he's the last one that passed away, he said he was reclining in the living room one day. He was the only one home and he said he fell asleep like he always does and he woke up and my grandmother was there about to reach his hand and he said, no, mom, I don't want to go yet. (laughs) (laughs) And he pulled his hand back. So, but that I, with the exception of when my grandma passed and my uncle, my son said, I just sat on grandma. That's the only thing that, you know. So not really spirits, more just that entity or whatever it is. And then we've all always, in our house, when my grandma believed that, like, hummingbirds were loved ones that come to see you, that we experienced a lot after each person died. Like, even the day my uncle died, I was calling my job, and I was standing around the driveway, and a hummingbird came right here like this. It was this close to me. And I was like, I was, like, looking at Adam and everybody, and then it flew away. And I was like, that was a glory. That was a glory. <laughs> you know, like. Is that why you have your hummingbirds right Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. So that's nice. I also have another question. I have all these questions because mm-hmm. I know there's like urban legends. I'm like, that's in a our, nice story. In our, <laughs> you're going to cry. Urban it legends is, in our my family. I my grandma and Uncle Larry because they're the three that have passed away there. Look at you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Insert. Look, she's going to cry right now. She's crying. I've been, going, I've been going through some shit lately. So I'm just like, just like I'm just going to cry. Let her cry while I ask the question. Okay. Um, so I know you said like it's back in the day, like when you were growing up and you were a teenager and mm-hmm. you had your friend, your best friend over and there was like that black like yeah. can. Oh, oh yeah. Have you ever seen it ever? No. But Again? Gilbert Cat. I gotta speak to Gilbert. We have to speak to Gilbert. I I think whatever that he saw or witnessed or whatever is those things. I was gonna say, something is really coming for him. Yeah, I didn't see it. Not coming for him, but you know, something's really focused on him. Mm -hmm. He sees a lot of shit. Yeah. But I feel like Gilbert's really strong, though, because he was raised with Grandma, Mm -hmm. and he was great, raised in her house and with you. Not only that, Uncle Larry told me, and he was cleaning Grandma's room after she passed away. You know, her altar was beautiful. 
She had the big picture of the Virgin Mary. She had some beautiful white candles. She had real pretty knickknacks, and she had the baby Jesus that she brought out every Christmas Eve to put in, you know, the Fun fact, we still have that Jesus. Right. Okay. <laughs> so she had it. She had him in, like, a little plastic see-through box. Well, Uncle Larry told me that the only person's picture on her altar was my son. Like, she wanted to make sure he would be protected. Makes me think now, years later, that's why. Because his bedroom was where all that was, and she saw all that. She used to see all that stuff. It sounds like Grandma looks like Lorraine Warren. She's like a conduit. Like, she yeah, could see it. because she fell one time in the backyard, okay? I think it pushed her down, okay? Honestly. Something pushed her down in the yard. Because she was a very and short... especially in the backyard where yeah. all the that, stuff's that, that been out. That whole... That whole thing line you said. And she, um, we had cement put so she wouldn't, like, lose her balance or anything. Oh. Mind you, she was a little short lady, about five feet tall, heavy set. So it wasn't likely that she was just unsteady on her feet. Mm-hmm. Something pushed her down, okay? She went crawling all the way to the back porch where there's steps and like a thing, but her dog, Fido, pulled her because she, maybe it scared her, maybe it pushed her too hard. Um, He pulled her all the way so she could get there and get up. When whoever came home first found her, she was sitting in the kitchen on her chair and both of her knees were skinned up really bad. So, you know, we think that it's In fact, dog lived forever. Yes. Dog lived forever. I remember <laughs> Fido, and I'm the youngest. Yes. He lived forever. He did. He lived a long, long time. He was like was a baby. big old giant, like, German Shepherd, Shepherd mix thing. Because yes. he was huge. Yes, he he was. was like almost like a Great Dane size, yes. but German Shepherd looking. I love yes. this dog. You okay. can see that I love this yeah, dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> why he was pulling her. And then, you know, years later, I it was... Thanksgiving, my sister um, Nana came over for Thanksgiving dinner. Her and her then husband, Boo's dad, Rick, came. And it was me, her, him, Zoe's dad, Zoe, and I think Serena, and Uncle Larry. So we were having Thanksgiving dinner. One of the guys said, Here, go give Fido a bone. I think it was Maurice because he liked the dog. Mm-hmm. I went to go give Fido a bone. I fell. Okay, and this was years ago, okay, mind you. I was in my 30s. There's no way I should have just fell. I landed on my platform shoes, <laughs> but when I thought about it, I'm sitting on the floor with my back up against where the shop is now, and Fido came right out. He didn't pay attention to the bone that I was bringing him. He came to help me, and I was sitting there, and it took me a minute before I could even get up, and mind you, I was only in my 30s, okay? Yeah. And I got up and I went in the house and I said, "Well, you asshole!" <laughs> you know, Almost else was like you there. got the wind knocked out of right. you for a second, like that. And then I thought about it, you know. You're like, wait a minute! I walk in those shoes every I'm day. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Spice Girl. Exactly. But I never hey, wear platforms. I wanted, I wanted shoes like that. When but, the Spice Girls I also came out. think that, like, how do your dogs react? Because I know Jax always wants to be with. Adam and Gemma always wants to oh, be. Oh yeah, with you. you have dogs okay. in the house. And I know they don't like certain people. They give like yeah. the scary eyes. Um. Okay. Last night, Jack was in the shop with Adam and I. We were sitting on this couch, futon couch, and Jack started shaking like he was afraid. And I looked at us. What the hell's wrong with Jack? And he said, "It's the compressor, the air compressor." 
And I'm like, okay, it could be that. But why would he be so afraid of an air compressor? Gibby's always working on cars. There's always air compressor. And he does act kind of funny about that. But I don't think that that's what it was last night. I really felt like it was the shop. And there was nobody else in the shop. Chanel and Brett had just left. And it was just the three of us. And, I mean, he was really shaking. Like, when you're shaking with fear... And I kept touching them, and then Adam even had to stop playing that stuff, and he was like, stop it, Jax, come on. And, you know, he comes, and then I just said, no, forget it. Come on, Jax, let's go in the house. So Jax prefers to be with me mm-hmm. in the house now in bed. And when I'm in the shop, he's going in and out of the shop, in and out of the shop. He doesn't want to stay in the shop. Gemma now wants to be in the shop next to Adam, like, taking care of him. Well, because she's a mama. Yeah, she will stay there so and she'll she's sleep. protective of her. Yeah. Family. So, you know, on Peter Pan, the the nanny they have is the dog. Yeah. And they said, love nanny. Well, that's what Gemma is. Because yeah. she loves, she's a big pity, but she's gray and fat and just she's lovable. Yeah. And she's so sweet. Yes. yes, we call her a little hippolyte. And she has the big old face, this big old smile. And she's very, very sweet. And she, if she likes you, she likes you. So yeah. she takes care of all the babies we that do, are around. We call her a hippolytimus. And I, love her, I love her. I love the great like, pities that have the pink mouth. Yes. And they yeah. look like little <laughs> That's her. That's Gemma. But when she goes to charge to go right after a rat or something, she's like a rhino. She's like, woo, 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 you know? Because she's a big, Zoe's in bed calling her Big Bertha. <laughs> so I could see her taking care but of But she now is fixated on being in the shop with him. And is she ever in the shop alone? Yeah, yeah, she has. But I think it's because that we thought was because she can't get on the bed off and on our bed. Um. And the couch is lower in the shop. But I think in general, she just prefers to be, like, outside taking care of, because she, she loves Gilbert, too. She, if Gilbert's outside working on cars and stuff, she would, she prefers to be outside watching him until he's done working. So she's kind of watching Mama's gonna where watch Jax him. is a big chicken. <laughs> so he's going to be with me in bed. In bed. But he's he, a big old snoopy yeah, is what she calls really him. He's sweet. a Brendel pity, yeah. and he's just a big old goose. He's a great Dane pity man. Mm. Yeah. But... When I've been in the shop lately, because I've been trying to get Adam in, he comes in and he goes out. And he comes in and he goes out. And Adam goes, that's what irritates me, because he does that all night. And I'm like, because he don't want to be in here. <laughs> He's and a I chicken. Said, and he wants you in bed where you should be right now. But it's because so, I'm Come on, there. dude. You know, like, because if I go, he'll, he'll forget Adam. He'll just go. Bye. In. Come on, yeah, Mom. He's like, come on, let's go. And then some he'll spooky be, shit over here. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and then we've taken Zoe's puppy in there. Uh, but here. I think he's just too little yet. He's just a puppy. But he does bark randomly sometimes. <laughs> he's just a pupper. Oh, yeah, he's little puppy. puppy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's so beautiful. He's yeah. got blue eyes and he's a pity, right? They're yeah. blue, right? Yeah, he's a little pity. He's a little cute little guy. He's so cute. Half of his face is white. We're going to go there uh, now. Apricot mm-hmm. colored. Um, I hear he's bad, though. He's so bad, oh my god. We call him Booger. Yeah, the dogs is what she says, really. Now I'm all about the dogs. Okay, but since you mentioned my dogs, I will tell you something that did happen recently that was really weird and kind of freaked me out. Okay. As I told you, Gemma is either um watching the men. Checking on the kids because she does her both of my dogs they do rounds at night. <laughs> First thing after dinner they go scrounge the food that the kids have left <laughs> and they eat that. When the kids go to bed for the night they go and check on each child. Okay, 
that's that's their their nightly routine well the other night I said well I'm gonna go lay down and watch TV so I got Jax and we went and I'm like Zoe said you got both of your dogs in here because she was gonna go take hers out to go potty and I said no where's Gemma so I walked out to the shop opened the door and I looked and I said where's Gemma and I was like I don't know and I went and looked in the backyard because I thought that's you know where Gilbert's gazebo is nothing I went back in the house and then I was like the hell's my dog? So then I thought, well, maybe she's over by the front gate. No, she was in the most weirdest spot. When I came out of my back door, you know where my orange tree is? Mm-hmm. She was laying on the cement. And it was nighttime. My dogs never lay outside in the cement at nighttime. In the daytime when it's sun, they're sunbathing. Okay, yeah. But she was like right next to the orange tree and she was on the floor. Like she was laying down on the floor. And I thought, that is so weird. And then finally I called her. And then I told Jules, I said, Jules, did you see Gemma? Like, she was right by the orange tree. What's up with that? And she said, well, maybe it's because um, Gilbert caught a big rat. And then she's, you know, she's watching for rats. And I'm like, no, because when she's hunting, she's like, her she's little so ears good. are back and, you know, the whole bit. It wasn't like that. It was like she was waiting and watching you know, for something. I don't know. It just kind of freaked me out. You out because, because it's out of the ordinary. Because it's not something that my dog would do. Yeah. Unusual behavior for yeah. animals is always unsettling. I yeah, because remember on the conjuring when the dog keeps barking and barking and barking and barking and barking and, and, and then it dies the next day and then gets the, killed. The next thing that we had that was new, <laughs> you know I have a four-year-old grandson, okay? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he decides he wants to start drawing pictures. Uh-oh. Out of nowhere. Scary cute pictures. <laughs> yes. So he got, Gilbert gave him, um, you know, uh, copier paper. Gave him a little stack and he had some pins. And Gilbert told me this because there was two that he taped up on the kitchen window himself. And when I walked into the kitchen, I said, who put those there? And then he said, me, Nana. And I said, oh, oh they're really nice. What are they? Because <laughs> they look really scary. Yeah. Okay. And then he said, I drew a picture for you. And I said, okay. So then I went around and I told everybody, hey, don't take the baby's pictures down. Because I've always been the type of parent that puts everything on the yeah. refrigerator. So even though they were on my kitchen windows. And they were scary. <laughs> and they were very scary looking. <laughs> I just like, but I didn't want to like, you know, like go too much into like, well, what are they? Because I really didn't want to get scared. Yeah. So I mentioned it to my son. And he says, oh, yeah, well, you ought to see the ones in the gazebo. He says he's put them all on the gazebo on the outside and on the inside, he said, and they all follow you. And I'm like, what? And he says, yeah. He says, whatever direction you step in, I'm sure Gilbert will tell you more because I don't know. I didn't see it, and I was not going to go see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'm at. I'm going to look at nothing if we go over there. My two in the the kitchen were enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But they were really scary. And it's like, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's seeing this stuff and we don't know. And he doesn't say know kids to, and dogs. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to express it or he just thinks it's normal because we always and have he's always so seen much it, yeah. going yeah. on. You know, because we have so many And he doesn't there. understand that other people aren't seeing it at the same time. Right. And so then, you guys aren't reacting. Oh my to God, it. that's giving so me So he doesn't react to it. Yeah. Because think about all the traffic that he's seen of people from the shop. That come in to use our restroom. Yeah. He's seen 
random people. He's like, I mean, think about a tattoo shop and think about the type of people. That, that yeah, the people tattoo. that come in. Not that it's bad. It's just they're different. Yeah. They just are. It's just a culture. It's yeah. just different. Yeah. And so to him, whatever he's seeing, it's got to be real. Yeah. And normal. And normal. Real and normal. And, well, I shouldn't say real because it's real, even though <laughs> other people can't see it. But to him, he he just feels like it's, it's normal. Yeah, it's yeah. Nana's cousin. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I just didn't want to ask him like, well, what are they? Well, who are they? Who is it? You know. But he did tell me this. We went for a car ride, uh-huh. and as we were leaving, we were talking about his truck. He has a truck, uh-huh. like a bigfoot truck. And he said, "Yeah, Nana." He says. I love my Bigfoot truck. He said, you know, broke it. He goes, you know, Kiko bought it. was the man that died. And I said, yeah, I know. And then he said, I miss Kiko. I want to see him. And I was like, okay. Um, I didn't want to tell him, you know, well, you're not going to ever see him <laughs> yeah. again because who knows, he might. <laughs> but, you know, it kind of like that too freaked me out. Like, because when he told me about that, about missing Kiko was when Ariana thought Kiko slammed the door on her in the gazebo. It was around the same time. So, you know, I always, like, put everything together. But what I've seen in, like, shows and stuff... Maybe is, she mentioned to him right, that or, Kiko slammed the door, and then he's like, I missed Kiko. Yeah, or the entity is picking up on it, or whatever that thing is. They're sorrowing, And they're, they're using that with the kids. You know because I mean? they do do because that. Because they from, do do that. From it's movies, remember, they, and Annabelle, they used the daughter's I grief. like them praying on the children. And they yes. used it, the and doll, to be the yeah. conduit thing exactly. to Exactly. And take my, over. I don't think Gilbert's children, well, I know the baby's not baptized. But well, fun fact on that, too, I'm going to just keep saying that all this episode. Fun fact. Mom does the rosary every single night, and she prays for your little grandson, Every single yeah, night she the did tell me that, which is that because how, he is not the baptized. So. Right, and I think that's why my son, even though this thing has been after him for years and years and years, whatever my grandma did to protect him, you know, whatever she was praying or whoever she prayed mm-hmm. to, or how many I rosaries think, she yeah, did. Yeah, I think it's what helped him. And one year, my uncle Larry went to Arizona to visit our family, and my grandma, this is her family. Mm-hmm. One of the aunts over there sent my son a thing to carry in his wallet. And my uncle was reluctant to give it to him, but he did. And I always felt like every time Gilbert got in trouble with the law, you know, when he was a little boy, that saved his ass because he never really got in trouble for the things that he did. Yeah. And I thought it was just because the family was praying so hard and wanting to protect him so much, which had to have been my grandma's influence. She had to have oh, said... Yeah. You know, something's after him or whatever. She knew and that he needed protection. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was, you know, something I thought like, hmm, you know, it's like you sit down and you analyze things that, or yeah. when you watch scary movies, you see something and you pick up on it and you're like, oh, wow. You yeah, know, yeah, and like I read things all the time, you know, and I'm like, hmm, you know, like that could really be. So urban legend in our family, right, what mm-hmm. I heard from my brother and from Gilbert and it's probably they just want to scare me what <laughs> for when I spent the night at your house when I was younger so they used to tell me scary stuff mm-hmm. and they said what that because because Uncle Larry had all his clown collection yeah, right clown you probably collection. heard about this oh the clown collection was very scary and he was like <laughs> my brother and Gilbert would be like you're gonna sleep on the couch and you're gonna hear little footsteps in the hallway of a clown right <laughs> I never 
heard them, but did you ever hear little footsteps of clowns? Because no, they used the to fucking tell me that all the time, and I would be in the in the in no. the clown room just the clown scared. Room was very very scary though. A lot of people think of like Wayne Gacy clowns. They were just clowns Ooh. everywhere. Yeah, he had massive clowns. This he ended up he had them in a room. Okay, he had them in Zoe's room, as a matter of fact. Then he ended up moving them out to my son's room, which is the bathroom. That's where they were. I would hear this one. He, he was like one of those round balls that tips oh, uh-huh. and plays music. I would hear that one rocking. I mm. did hear that one rocking. And everybody was creeped out by some of the pictures because it looked like the eyes followed. Yeah. Or, yeah maybe more of the entity, though, than the yeah. creepy clown. Yeah. But the, but the main one that I would hear is that ball is one. And I was the with, one that rolls. It was either, yeah, it was either me and Natty were together or me and Celeste were together and we fucking ran. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> you know, like they told got, me, you're going to hear the little feet. And you're gonna hear little the little porcelain feet, and it's gonna come get you. They're and I would be, I would be laying there, and I would just be like, <laughs> it's gonna get me. Because you said that no matter what in that hallway, like, someone has to step on it. Someone has to step on it to make a sound. So I would be up all night waiting to like hear the the well, creak. What's funny is the fucking movie. assholes. <laughs> One time you heard a creak, it was someone getting up to use the bathroom and just break yes. out the door. I'm, 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 I asked Uncle Larry one time, I said, why do you collect these clowns? They're so creepy, right. they're scary. But he said, no, like when, you know, come on, he's from a different era. He they said, bring him joy. To him, clowns was, you know, the circus that made every child happy and made every child smile. And he had originally wanted to give all his clowns away when he passed away, like to children, like at, like say like Shriners Hospital or something. But then over the years, you know, his clown collection became a different collection. He started collecting um, Indians. Now the Indians, Zoe, I think did have an experience with the Indians, which I don't think she remembered that. But her and her friend were eating like dips, and they got really sick that night, and they were like creeped out by the Indians because they had little Indian dolls. And there was one particular set that I didn't like that totally creeped me out. And they were in our living room because the, the Indians were all in our living room. Yeah. And they kind of creeped me out. But I don't think that these objects, I don't think it was the objects. I think it's whatever, whatever is there is yeah, taking it. It goes to yeah. these things. Like yeah. when it knows that people fear it. Yeah, creeped out. It can yeah. feel. But the biggest urban legend in fear. our family, Rachel, <laughs> that you probably don't, because I don't know if you experienced it much, was the Rata Man. I didn't experience that okay. one too much, but we used to use it on everybody. Yeah. Zoe got her foot broken because we were at my brother's house. My brother had an apartment. We went over, and it was a small apartment, so we threw all the kids in one bedroom. Okay, they were all playing. And all the adults were sitting out at the kitchen table. The guys were playing dominoes. And the women were in the living room. Well, the kids were acting off the hook. And my brother lived upstairs in these apartments oh. out in Del Paso. And, you know, the neighbors were going to complain. So we freaking decided the to yell stick. at them. So I don't even know who said it. Who said it? I'm like, that man's going to get you guys. They came flying out. Zoe was one of the littlest ones. She <laughs> fell at the doorway. And they all stepped on her and trampled her. Oh, Chucky stepped on her. All of them. She she was a little one. Every one of them. And I said, oh, my God. I said, Maurice, help me. And he had to go pick her up. 
and her little oh. foot was broken. Poor baby. Okay. And Maurice didn't even believe me that her foot was broken. Okay? Oh, man. And he had to carry her with I'd be her. like, look at it. I took her to the hospital. Her, and it was she broken. She was so little. Well, what they told me was that the bones weren't yet made. It was still cartilage, but it was damaged. Yeah. She had got oh, trampled. Like she got stepped on. Yeah. So they put her in a cast. And I was so I know, I remember the little cast. Yeah. I remember the little baby cast. Yes. How old was so, she when this happened? She was little. She was little because she was still in a car seat. And her dad had she a little, fat little chubby chest. She and she, so. she loved her cast. Oh, my God. Uncle Larry had her little cast up in one of the cupboards in the laundry room for years. She used to try to put it on. <laughs> so <laughs> what is the, the rat man? The rat man. He's the rat man. Okay, let me explain to you what he looks like. You ever seen from Dusk Till Dawn with um, like Selma Hayek? Okay. I've seen it. So. Okay, like well, the one guy time. sex machine, he turns into this, It's he's supposed to be a vampire, but he turns into a rat, a yeah. big rat with his big teeth and a tail. Uh-huh. That's the Rata Man. All Zoe's generation in our family are all definitely afraid. Andy. Tell Andy the Rata Man he's, he's going to leak out. Yeah. Okay. We saw so, that. And then, of course, the Kukui later. But yeah. we always did. The Rata Man, I didn't experience as much, but I remember them being hella yeah. scared of it. It was, it was the next generation so after Rachel. Rachel mm-hmm. and and not come because what they terrorized you. us with in our family, <laughs> look at this song, I was like, <laughs> is about... Obviously, ghost and about that damn doll, yeah, that doll, doll that moved. Yeah, like that was what scared the living shit out of me, and I still don't like dolls yeah. to this yeah. day. Was if you give me a doll for a gift, I'm be like, you hate me. You truly hate me. I have I hate dolls from when I was little, and they're all in the garage. They're packed away. Because they're creepy. I dolls are creepy. Out. Yeah. And my sister collected dolls. Yeah. When so I was that little. generation, like Rachel's and, and my sisters, dolls. it was dolls. This generation was Zoe, Boo, Andy, Elias, all them. It was the Rata Man. Rata Man yeah. And Boo even has a big scar on her back that she got at my house. Okay. We, they, they came in and jokingly said, Mom, the Rata Man got Boo. But Boo passed out from the pain. Okay. Oh I don't know what they were doing. Because they had they had a little magic book and they were trying to make oh. potions and stuff. And oh boy! I don't know what they were doing on that back fence line? Where they shouldn't where be. They oh shouldn't no! Have been, and Boo fell, and you know there was stuff that Uncle Larry had like up against the house, and it scratched her. She Ooh. still has the scar to I think this day. It. Ask her to show you. It's like a nail or something. Yeah, maybe? like something like, like that. Like, she, literally, she passed out. Zoe had to carry her in, and oh I think, what the hell happened? And then they said, the why are you always trying to kill each other <laughs> in Zoe's house? They're laughing right now. Yeah, but, you know, they told me the Rata Man because they didn't want to tell me what they were really doing, you know, that they shouldn't have been doing back there. Yeah. But, so we always, you know. They're like, what really happened? <laughs> yeah, so we kept scaring the younger ones that, see, the Rata, Rata Man. Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ask Blue to show you her scar. Yeah, Rata Man got her. And then Zoe used to have these little books that didn't have no writing. You had to actually tell the story. And in the story, there's a little rat man in the back, like in the tree, and he's watching the kids walking by. And I used to use that to scare them. Ooh, <laughs> like, creepy. see, there's even a book about that rat man. <laughs> But yeah, they were all definitely afraid of scared of the Dathamia. And those are like, like she said, urban legends that our family came up yeah. with just to scare the kids. Now like we have now, my, my, my little baby, my four-year-old, he's scared of the Kukui shark. 
Not just the cocoon, it's the cocoon shark. <laughs> it's a specified shark. I can't even say it. It's a scary shark. So he won't poop in the toilet because his sister Ariana oh, scared no. him and told him that the cocoon shark was going to eat him. <laughs> Don't be happy. He will go pee, but he but will not, not poop. poop. And nothing, and my mom told me to tell Poor him that we killed the cuckoo shark. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fill the bottle with spray water and monster spray, you know? They say that works for kids. All yeah. We're, all, we're not no, there yet. That's some sharks in there. Nothing that's going to kill no shark. I've got a invisible harpoon gun. <laughs> Poor baby. Poor baby. <laughs> but it just like goes to tell you how far back in our family all this stuff comes from because obviously our grandparents did it to us and theirs probably did it to them but in our Asshole. house in my house in particular I think that's why my grandma tried to make my sisters and I so strong because she knew what was there and she didn't want us to be afraid of it or have it take over mm-hmm. or hurt us in any way. Yeah, and, and she probably knew you'd have to be deal with it someday. Deal with it the rest of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because she told me from the get go that the house would be mine someday, and it's like it's kind of freaks me out. Zoe was saying when she gets rich on YouTube, she's gonna <laughs> move me to the fab forties. I said, oh good. I said we'll leave your brother here. He can deal <laughs> with the ghosts. Oh, poor deal. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we got enough here, yeah. and I feel spooked enough. Thank you mean. again. <laughs> nope. And we will hopefully get to see you again soon with yeah. Gilbert because we need to hopefully see this evidence. Hopefully we'll be back with Gilbert. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.